Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you are in the world. This is Nish B, and welcome to the 212, a place for unsolicited advice and opinions. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are talking to a really good friend of mine. We've been friends for a little over 15 years now, and um, he's the father of my godchild, um, who is nine years old now, and then you're going to understand why that's important information <laughs> later on. Um, he's a father of two daughters, and I thought it was important to have a girl dad on this episode, just given the state of um, America right now, I guess the state of what's going on in hip hop, especially with the violence going on towards black women, especially with the fight for Black Lives Matter, and you know, just always remembering that you know, the black woman is the most disrespected person in the world. Let's not even say the country, the world. Um, we touched on a couple topics that range from dating to marriage to being an actual girl dad day to day and the difference of being a girl dad to a boy dad and what the responsibilities differ, how the responsibilities differ rather. Um, so tune in to this great conversation. You may get a couple laughs and I hope you enjoy. She gonna, if she wants to go fuck, she's gonna go fuck. Fuck it. Having a mixy bitch is tough though. I've been that mixy bitch before. Let me get the lighter. I've been the mixy bitch that niggas can't stand having as a bitch because I'm always outside. <laughs> but I stopped being that bitch. Not because niggas ain't like it. Because you say dated, though, like, not dated. But, yeah. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, nah. Answer that question, no. I don't care. She gonna do what she wanna do regardless. You ever had a girlfriend that was heavily influenced by, the, by her friends? Because sometimes niggas don't have the leader in the group ass bitch. I mean, then again, you... Maybe having a simp bitch in the group. Because you're going to deal with a bitch that act like she's the, the top bitch one in out the group. Gotcha. So she might be the super dozer. Like, you know what I mean? The driver. You don't drink tonight. You make sure we get home safely. She might be. We won't be a friend again. <laughs> she might be. That's a fact. But, you know I mean? There's some in every group. People the helpful gotta, people one. fabricate a little bit. You know, the bitch got to fabricate a little bit to make her iller than what she is. I don't knock her for that. It's better to be really who you are, just keep it a bug, but fuck it. That's what you wanna do. But yeah, nah. They won't tell me that. Alright, so just so you guys know, I didn't want to leave you hanging, but I started that conversation asking him if he would prefer a girl that was uh, quote-unquote mixy or a homebody person. Like, would he rather have the mixy girl? And for you guys who don't know what a mixy person is, um, even though I think that's a popular word now, um, mixy is the type of person who's outside, even if they don't need to be outside. Somebody who's forcing themselves in a group of people who they don't need to be in. Somebody who is quote-unquote networking, 
someone who can't find their ass at home, somebody who's constantly in need of, you know, talking to the popular guy or being around the popular people or being the personality in the room. That's what's considered the mixy person. And I am guilty of that in my past life, right? Um, many of you guys know I um most of you guys know me because I used to throw parties. So um from my early age, maybe like 15, 16, 17, I was throwing parties. I was, you know, hanging out with people in Brooklyn. I went to high school in Brooklyn after two years in Queens. So a lot of people know me and I've been um definitely a certif a certified mixy person. Like a lot of people knew me. And in my older years, I guess after college, I realized, you know, the art of just toning it down and giving it a step back. And it's not like I wasn't dating in those uh, in those years. Guys liked me, guys dated me. And I also want to attach this conversation to um, how men chase clout too. Men see, guys, men see girls who are doing their thing, they're popular, they're outside, they're dressed well, their hair's nice. They're around the popular people, and they want those girls too. Let's not shake that because guys definitely chase girls who are popular. That's not, you know, like you'll hear bad things about it, but it's not uncommon for guys to chase those girls too. So whatever mixy girl is out here listening to this now, girl, don't stop your shine for no nigga. I stopped because, you know, I was just getting a little, oh, I'm tired of the party, and you feel me? But... <laughs> If you're comfortable in what you do and you're always networking, don't let nobody insecure son come tell you that you can't be outside and enjoying the time of your life. They can call you whatever they want to call you. But it's a lot of niggas that want these homebody-ass bitches, and those be the cornball bitches out the crew. And we all know which girl that is. That's the girl that we don't really give no respect. They a friend, but you know she a pushover. She don't really stand no ground in the crew. She be making the dumb decisions with niggas. Niggas like them bitches too, but they cheat on them too. So it don't matter. You could be mixy. You could be a homebody bitch. Do whatever you fucking want because these niggas don't know what they want either. Do you feel like if you gained weight that your bitch could break up with you because you... I don't know. hope not <laughs> but I doubt it I highly doubt it big time would you break up with your bitch if she gave away nah <laughs> we'll be a strict motherfucker though. I'm gonna try to get you on that good old diet I'm gonna try to get you right I'm gonna I try you, I asked you reverse on purpose why because I know you would hate it if somebody dumped you because you gained weight oh like, would you be like, would you be understanding of that? Like, you lost yourself. Okay, cool. She broke up with you. Like, and that's why I asked you, would you, would you break up with your bitch if she gained weight? Nah, I really wouldn't. But I would have to eat that shit. That shit's gonna make me look at the mirror like, wow. <laughs> you can't really be mad at it. But I gotta respect. Like, damn, yeah. I right, shit. Because you came into the relationship, you looked a different way. I was attracted to that person. Right. Right. I mean, you can't fault people for that. It is superficial, but you can't fault people for that. It really happens out here too. I mean, then again, I I, I don't know nobody. That but you should, you should. Fat. The people you are in relationships, you should like them for more than what they look like. <laughs> getting dumb for being fat is nuts. That's crazy. 
that's like that person is like who are who, like the person wasn't for you anyway yeah they dumped you for because you should it should be more than what you look like honestly it should be more than that's what you look nuts, like though. yeah that's hurtful are like, you gonna damn. actually leave this person nah you're wild but niggas start cheating when you get weight though niggas taking you on wild dates you going to mad different restaurants you up and down in little Italy, you eating at the, in the restaurant district. You damn, you know what I'm saying? Like you eating everywhere, and now I'm chubby. I done gained 11 pounds because we've been eating out every fucking Friday. And you want to break up with me? I ain't dumping. I ain't dumping. That's when I get in the gym. When I break up with niggas, I get in the gym because the next nigga need to. I need to get back on the market. I mean, that's gonna be the revamp, and that's when the person will try to come back, and that's the whole revamp. You that's why you really, bitch. you know what I mean? So tell about it. Uh, uh, I don't know. That is crazy to do that to somebody. Make up because <laughs> they fat. Like, I can't rock with you because you just Getting husky. Right. Nah. Can't do that. <laughs> Fuck no. But I mean, I understand. Niggas do be cheating on with that shit. But then again, niggas cheat on their bad bitches too. They do. It's an ego trip. Holy mm, shit, fuck it. Temptation is crazy out here. These bitches is hollering too. You get it fucked up. We ain't the only ones hollering. These bitches is really hollering at you like forward. What's up? I like it. I want to make it tonight. Like, hold on. Hold on. Mac, I don't even know you. You live in crazy time anyway. You don't know what y'all die. You about to drop like flies out here. You don't know what's gonna happen out here. Fuck it. Would you leave somebody? Cause it was fat? <laughs> Come on, son. Alright, alright. If you talking about like I'm talking like a hundred pounds, like bro. That's so deep. A wow. hundred pounds is so deep. What are you talking about? Like if you love somebody, you fucking with them. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. If you get, get hundred pounds, hundred pounds is nuts. You gonna have to take a little a time, time out. Think about that. A hundred pounds. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. A hundred. Think about that. That's a lot. <clears throat> That's a lot. So, like, you say from 125 to 225? <laughs> That's husky. That's silverback. That's a silverback. I don't know. We got we to work, shorty. When you hit that 50 mark, it's a problem. That's a red alert. Woo, woo, woo. We got to get that in order. Like, nah. Nah, 50. I'm not getting past 50. 100 pounds. Nigga, I'm already 155. Imagine <clears throat> me at 255. Imagine me at 255, son. I can't. I don't know. Fuck it. <clears throat> 100 pounds is wild. I'm going to have to be out. 100? I have to go. I ain't going to lie. Okay. I got to go. I don't know, though. I got to go. I got to go. Mm-mm. Not if you love her, right? I got to go. 100? 100 pounds. You don't love her? Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck am I doing? What happens if she's pregnant? She got, she gained mad weight after. Pregnant? Hey, yeah. Cool. We're going to get that surgery. <laughs> I got all ends on that. I feel that. I feel you. the best doctor, though. 
I'm definitely sure you will not. That's what I want my push gift to be. I think I'm ready. I'm ready to pay that. I'll be ready to pay that. Sure. You get a hundred pounds on me, and I'm rocking with you. We gotta get under the knife. <laughs> definitely what I want my push gift to be. All right, y'all. So hear me out. <laughs> I'm not even into the body shaming. Like, I really try to hold back my body shaming, but I also feel like women, especially in America, are trained from a very early age to have fat phobia. I've had fat phobia my entire life, okay? Um, my mom is definitely a plus size woman. And when I was younger, she was bigger. Um, she even had to go to the extent of surgery to cutting it down. So my entire life, I've been in fear of being big. Um, and I'm not proud of that. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not something that I live day to day with a chip on my shoulder. Like, oh my God, I can't be fat. Because even right now, this quarantine kicked my ass, honey. Kicked my ass. I got a little thick, but honey, it kicked my ass. And after a couple of days, I said, you know what? I'm going to hit that fucking jump rope because ain't nobody going to call me a fat bitch when we get to go back outside. <laughs> and I'm laughing at this, but it's so sad. The seriousness and the pressure that women have to deal with on a day-to-day to keep up their appearance. Um, we even spoke about um, getting on the table, actually having a surgery to fix yourself even after pregnancy like think about how much pressure goes into that day-to-day as a woman like oh my god i have to make sure my outfit looks good my hair looks good my skin looks good my weight is on target it really becomes a day-to-day thought process if you're not taking the time out every day to exercise you're thinking about the jeans that fit too tight last week or the meal that you're gonna eat today or even tomorrow or what time you have to cut off your eating schedule because you don't want to be bigger or not fit your clothes. It's a pressure that we live with day to day. That's why I always say to niggas, if you're going to be clocking my fucking waist, I'm going to be clocking your motherfucking pockets because it's an equal, it's an equal playing field here. You care about my appearance staying up. I care about them commas staying in your bank account. And I think that both things are just as superficial. Like, we should definitely be dating people for more than what they look like or more than what the money that they bring in. Absolutely. I'm not saying that's wrong. But I think we're all entitled to our preferences on who we date and how we date them. I personally would not be cool if my man gained 100 pounds. And I honestly don't want him okay with me deteriorating my personal <laughs> self-esteem by gaining 100 pounds either. Niggas, stop me at 15. Stop me at 10. Stop me when the fucking double chin is hitting, nigga. Like, be attentive. Say it nicely, though. Don't violate me. (laughs) Don't violate me. Like, nobody wants to hear that from their man, but I thought that was a funny part of the conversation. Um, Tap in, and we're going to get into this girl-dad conversation with him, so stay tuned. How does it feel being a girl dad? You feel like you have more responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's crazy. It's cool, though. But it's crazy. In what ways do you think your responsibility is different? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I have to be like a dad, my nigga. Like a dad. A dad. You know what I mean? That comes natural. You know what I mean? I grew up in a good home and shit, so it comes natural. You know what I mean? Picking up good traits on being the father and all that, but she's a little wild sometimes. You sit back and look like, damn, I really got some fucking kids. I have kids. It's wild. That shit is wild to me. Mm-hmm. It's ill. But it's wild. And you have two girls. Yeah. That's nuts. I don't want no more. That's a big responsibility. That's a big responsibility to have two (laughs) girls. It is. Wow. It's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Unexplainable shit. (laughs) Having daughters is lit. I feel like having a son is like a little bit more pressure than having a daughter. What do you mean? it's a boy like it's wild growing up now these little niggas is wilding out here so it's like you want to bring up a boy in that time like in this time right now it's crazy I don't know bringing up a girl yeah 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 but like yeah I don't know I got girls you know what I mean I just I feel like they good like I feel like they good Trafficking is at an all-time high. I mean, none happened. Then. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. God we're not saying that. That's not what we were saying. I don't even talk about I'm just saying that's happening to women too. Bad mm-hmm. things are happening to yeah, women yeah. too. Yeah, you're right, son. Bringing up some fucking girls is hard out here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have a positive mind about it. It's good. I got you should. You should. Because you're a good dad and you're making sure that they're protected and yeah, safe. Yeah, but it's just wild. You know, That's but it's a crazy it's world for both girls and guys. I think about that too. Like, would I be happier with a boy or a girl? I mean, God, you know, I'm going to still love whatever healthy baby that you give me, baby. I mean, Lord, you know. But, I, I, I'll be good with both. You yeah, know? I mean, I do do the best I could. It's like guys got it hard, girls got it hard too. It's scary for Girls got it worse. It's bad. It's bad. Girls got it worse. But I don't want to think like that. They hit it now. (laughs) Being a girl, dad, it's it's, it's a rocky road. Would you move to another state? Yeah. Reluctantly. But I would go. I want to raise my kids differently. I don't know. I need a man. <laughs> That's the first step. Find me a guy. You need a friend. Yeah, send me a friend. Uh, you want a nerd. Yeah, that's my type. <laughs> that's my type. Uh, yo, no bullshit. What? I got a friend for you. You gotta be making money though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you gonna take my man money though. No, I might. Yes, yeah, so. All right, so I'm back, y'all. And um, I think it's funny 
because I've pulled this on more than one occasion. Um, do we collectively think black men or black women have it harder in America? And if I were to answer that, I truly don't know. I truly don't know. Um, the black woman is still the most disrespected person in the world. I'll say that until I'm purple because it's evident. No races respect us, not even our own black men. And I'm not saying all black men hate black women. I hate when niggas turn it like that. Well, not all of us. SpongeBob face ass. Like, okay, not all of y'all, but it's so many of y'all that I could generalize. Most men don't give a fuck about the well-being of black women. And there's a lot of black, there's a lot of violence against black women going on, especially now. Um, I think we're all still shocked about Megan Thee Stallion getting shot in her foot. I think we're all still shocked about people being, black women being at a protest and not being able to come back home to their family at the end of the night, being raped and assaulted. I think we're all still shocked about, you know, just the state of how, the state of dating. You know, like, you can go into a situation thinking that you're safe and you think that you're okay around certain men and we're being sex trafficked. Black people are being organ harvested. You know, like, it's so much going on behind the scenes in front of us. And I'm not saying less things happen to black men. I am scared for black men every day. And I think that's why it's important to have that level of empathy for what's going on for both of us. And it, honestly, it makes me emotional. Every time I think about it, there's so much going on that it seems like we're powerless. So when I'm faced with the question of, would you rather a boy or a girl? I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think either is safe in this country. And it's hard to even make that decision on what would I be more comfortable with? I'd just be comfortable moving away. And I think that it was cool that he even asked me that because I don't know where is safe. I've lived in New York all my life and this has become home and I wouldn't, I wouldn't choose it any other way. But sometimes I want to live this plain life, this simple life to live somewhere else and feel like they don't have to go through that. I would never want to see my son being yanked up by NYPD or my daughter coming home complaining about, or even holding in that she was sexually assaulted. And I can't help because she's not saying anything. And I'm not saying that this doesn't happen anywhere else in the world, but at this age, you just want to protect who you love. And I don't, I truly don't know. Marriage is crazy too, son. What happened? Marriage is crazy. Marriage is crazy. That's a wow. Mm-hmm. That's a wow. A commitment for life. Yeah, that was that word. That's a wild commitment. Crazy. It's a commitment for life. For life. For life. One person. Hmm. For life. You really got to pick a partner. Like, this is an adventure. 
like this is like the amazing race together we're tackling life like bills where we live the clothes on our back the money for our everything everything with one person you gotta pick somebody you really wanna be around pick wisely too mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. I wanna you get cheat, married. married I'm not cheating you, you a dog man. You but a I'm devil. not a cheater now you a dog and shit son marriage is fucking nuts Nice. But you think if you cheat when you're married, you're a dog? Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, shit, though. Like, marriage is wild. Marriage is wild. You're a fucking animal. A lot of people cheat on their wives, though. It's common. Yeah, a lot of women cheat, too. <laughs> yeah. Can't deny that. <laughs> Life is crazy. Marriage is wild. I think people just have to wait. Like I think you gotta wait. I think you gotta wait on that. Niggas is getting married in their twenties. Respect. I tip my hat off to whoever gets married in their twenties. Right. Cause I don't know but if I, I got that exactly. I can't do it. Hold the fuck on, huh? <laughs> we gotta hold on here, y'all. No, I'm wrong with getting married, but right, you need that. Right. I, I hope somebody wants to marry me. Like, I hope it's not like I'm sitting around like, oh. Yes. I don't think I will because you know, it's me, but. Oh. I mean, then again, nobody wants to be lonely out here, and like every girl do want to get married out here. Right? That's so true. they want that movie shit. Mm-hmm. Shit, when I bring that fucking ring on, that she better bring some tears too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Think of your fucking saddest movie real quick. Bring oh my tears gosh! Please. That's what you <laughs> want to see, tears. Movies, right? Mm-hmm. That's what y'all want. That's just bring that's... them tears down. What are you talking about? Better crap on this ring. Oh shit! You gonna get on your knee? This is gonna know, be. Yo, call me when you do right. it though. Call me whenever you do it. I wanna be there. Chair, right? I 112 percent wanna be there. The knee is wild. <laughs> you gotta hold on. If you're doing it publicly, I gotta be there for sure. Marriage is wild, son. Getting told no is the nuts. Mm-hmm. Sit down, idiot. Mm-hmm. Slow down. Gotta Moving fucking her, fast. Gotta leave her immediately. Come on. Why would you stay with somebody who don't want to marry you? All right, cool. So you know what you gotta do? You gotta put your. You gotta uh uh go to the crib. At this point, pack somebody- all your bags right now. Hold on. Pack all your bags and all everything <laughs> out of there. Leave the key and never come back. It's over. It's over. It's over. That's the nuts. That can't happen to me. I don't tell nobody. 
Do you see yourself getting married? That shit gotta be way later. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. That shit gotta be a little later. Like, not right now. So, not even in the next 10 years? Um, you'll be 41. <clears throat> you don't think you'd be married yeah, before 41? Probably around it. <laughs> that's old, though. Yeah, that's pretty old, huh? I'm cool with that age. 41 that's getting married? That's that age. You got back. Ass. So yeah, 41 is a good age. You came a lot. Wow, Mike. What? <sighs> okay, so the last clip was about marriage. And I want to recognize our privilege in this conversation because both St. Rose and I have lived in homes where our parents were happily married for a long time. So we come from a standpoint of being able to see love, understand how marriage can work, understanding how marriage won't work. And I thought it was also interesting that he said, you know, all girls want to get married. And I'm here to tell you, no, we don't. (laughs) All of us don't want to get married. And that may be from the standpoint of seeing love fail. That may be from the standpoint of being cheated on or feeling like you're in a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship. Women deal with a lot day to day in our relationships. And I'm here to say you don't have to settle. It's completely cool with not being married, y'all. I think that society drills into our head that that's a goal for women from as young as like two years old. Like we're all living this fairy tale life where we go to school, we go to college, we get a job, we find a man, we have kids. Like that's a lot of women's timeline. Like some girls don't even focus on their careers. Some girls don't focus on their hobbies. Some girls don't focus on themselves at all. They're just the end goal is to find a man to have some kids. On some real slavery time shit, bro. Like And to be in a time right now where the black woman is so heavily disrespected and there are men on Beyonce's internet talking about, well, I want to know Tori's side of the story and I need to, I think that Megan needs to be accountable. And there are so many men defending the violence against black women that it's scary, bro. Like, why the fuck would I even want to be in a relationship with these motherfuckers? And I'm not saying that it's all of y'all. Like I said, I'm not saying it's all y'all, but to even have the thought process that, you know, all women want to get married. So at the end of the day, we'd settle for whatever bullshit that y'all give us. It's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And I hate that. I hate the fact that after a certain age, after 30 or after even 25, bro, people are asking you when you having kids, where's your man at? When you getting married? And I think that's important as a girl dad to hear these stories from women so that you can go back to your to your daughters and talk to them about the importance of finding themselves, about not caring about how a guy feels about your body. 
for them body shaming you, for you to feel down about that. How about not caring about how a guy feels about your networking purposes? What if I'm outside being mixy because that's getting me closer to my goal or my dream? And all you're seeing, all you're seeing from that is, oh, you around niggas. You really need a nigga like that? No. <laughs> no. You don't need a nigga who's not going to like you after you gain some weight after your pregnancy. Who's going to tell you that you have to get on the table. You don't really need that. I mean, me, personally. That's a cool push gift for me, personally. Because <laughs> me, I got fucking fat phobia. I was raised with fucking fat phobia. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. For me, personally, I'm going to take that little tummy tuck day. I'm going to take it, but... I'm doing that for me. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't want anyone to feel like they're pushed into the corner of appeasing a man. Especially if we feeling like black men don't even fucking respect us. <laughs> what the fuck? Girl, you living backwards if you living to please this nigga. You have to live to please yourself. You're going to make yourself happy. And that's why I thought it was important to have this conversation with a girl dad. Because sometimes we'll see people trolling on the internet and we say... You know, don't you have daughters? Don't you have a mother? Wouldn't you feel bad if this was your sister? These niggas don't motherfucking care. They all got mothers and they all act the same way. If we're not constantly fixing and, you know, having these teachable moments, men are not going to change. We have to have these teachable moments and encourage them to research and find out why women feel this way or why we're concerned about the state of black men and women, especially in, in marital relationships. Like, we have to be able to have these conversations constantly. And although it may be tiring, and like I say, I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, because I feel like that's the only thing that's going to change us. That's the only way we're going to get better as a community. And I'm definitely encouraging fathers to have these conversations with their daughters just to show them how they should be loved or how they should love themselves because daughters will only love like you do. They're showing the love, they're seeing the love that you're showing their mother. They're seeing the love that you're showing your mothers. They're seeing the love that you're showing towards other women day to day. So it's important for you to remind your black daughters, like, listen, this world isn't for you. This world wasn't designed for you to win. And I'm giving you the steps on how. Understand that your daughter needs that, and it's important. So thank you guys for tuning in to this episode, and I hope you took something from it. Uh, I hope that you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. Happy birthday, Kobe Bryant, the ultimate girl dad. I'm so glad that I got to release it on this day, and I hope that you guys are not in mourning anymore about it, although I still, you know, I'll still drop a tear or two for Kobe, but... Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is Nish B and the 212. I hope you enjoyed. This episode of the 212 was sponsored by Vernon Ash High Class King Size Slim Natural Gum Organic Hemp Rolling Papers. These rolling papers are 100% natural with pure hemp, chlorine-free, GMO-free, and 100% vegetarian. You can find them on Instagram at burn and ash with two H's or www.burnandash.com. Burn and Ash Rolling Papers is all I roll up in. I'm looking for them late. What is that? I don't know. Yo, 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 y
Where is it? I don't know. Oh, it's right here. No. Yeah, stop. <laughs> you making me upset. <laughs> it was a fucking ladybug. You just had like a grasshopper and this shit. So <laughs> 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 I'm 